Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand. And now I'm a work at home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you. So scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, welcome back. How you doing? I'm so glad to be back with you for a very different conversation today. Um, I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this one and it's, it's, it's not like what we usually do, but I know y'all love you some print on demand. So I'm um, trying to get you some more unique content around that and more information, anything, anything that can help. So um, as we get started, so first thing, I, here's the first thing I want to say. I am planning to do another um, FAQ episode because you guys loved that. You ate that up. A lot of you emailed me and said it was like your favorite episode ever. So I'm just putting a bug in your ear if you didn't already know that we will be doing an FAQ episode. And so you need to start sending me your questions to cover on there. Making it easier this time, like rather than having to email me, which you still totally can, and I will save those to the side, or you can DM me always with your questions. But if you just go to lizziesmiley.com, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-S-M-I-L-E-Y.com, which will be linked, of course, for you in the show notes. It's going to have, it's just going to take you to a little like survey thing where you can just put your question. It's like not an actual survey. It's just where you can put your question right there that you would like for me to cover on the FAQ episode. So get me your questions in. Send me lots of them. It was so much fun last time. You guys loved it. Before we totally get ensconced in today's episode, I want to tell you guys about an event that's coming up that is totally free that you may want to jump onto. Um, If you are in the digital product space on Etsy, there is going to be a free summit, digital summit, totally like you can come in your pajamas with your coffee or your wine or what, you know, whatever. No, I'm not here to judge. Um, It will be online from April 3rd to 5th. It's called the Cell Digital Crafts Summit, and it's being hosted by Job Sid, who um, came on the podcast in, when was that? It was a few episodes ago. It wasn't last. No, it was last episode. Hello. I can't. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm still doing the sleep deprivation thing. Um, she, I've recorded a few others since then. So she was awesome. And she's like queen of the SVG space. So like Job knows how to sell digital stuff. And she has gathered a whole bunch of experts in that space that are going to put on this summit. And you're going to have all of these speakers um, sharing on tons of different subtopics um, to help you build your businesses. And I think it's also going to include people teaching on how to sell in places other than Etsy as well. And I think that is really fascinating for those of you who are looking for other ways to expand your business. So Again, the Cell Digital Craft Summit from April 3rd to 5th. I will be a speaker on there. I'm sharing about um, Etsy trends, which of course, you know, we've talked about earlier this year, and I'm going to be doing a presentation that's specific to the uh, digital digital space. So it'll be some of the same stuff you've heard before, but with a bit of a different spin on it. But the point is come for all the other speakers. It's a free event. You could upgrade to a VIP pass and get access to a whole bunch of um, usually, you know, things that you have to pay a lot for when you go through a 
all these individual people, you'll get like a lot if you do the VIP. Um, but you can also just go free if budget is a thing for you. So be watching for that. There is not a registration link yet. It hasn't opened yet. But um, if you go get on my email list, I will let you know or like listen for the next episode because the registration is going to be coming up soon. And I know you're going to want to jump on it. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. This is the first one of these that I'm going to do. And then I'm invited for another one with a whole different subject matter later in the year. So or in like later in the spring. So I'll keep you all posted. But for sure, grab a free pass, right? Like, why not? It's worth it. Um, okay, so print on demand. We are loving this subject matter. You guys are eating this up. So um, what I did was I reached out to the company Printify, who is the print on demand company that both Heather and Jenny use and swear by and whatever. And I was like, hey, do y'all want to talk to my audience and give us some like inside scoop print on demand? Because you think about it, they see it from the other end. They get to see like what's really working. They get to see how, you know, what makes people successful in the print on demand space. They get to see, you know, what products, what designs, what colors, what niches are really doing well. And so I was just like, oh, they could give us some insight. So um, it just so happens that I just started my own print on demand shop. Um, Jenny and Heather were like, do it, do it. I was like, okay. And so I took the leap and I have no idea. Like I just started, I have no results or data to give you, but I wanted to do this like a for myself. Cause I've been playing with, you know, there's a couple different Etsy shops that I'm starting up again now that I can't really be making the signs anymore with a newborn, but, um, I'm dabbling and playing and seeing, and I just have a couple of things up and I will let you know how it goes. So, um, I will give you the whole, what, you know, once I have something to tell you, I will give you the whole very honest rundown of how it's gone. And so wait for that. But in the meantime, it was like so perfect to just now today be talking with, um, Printify because I'm using them, of course, like I just do whatever Jenny and Heather tell me to do. Um, so I'm using them, but like they were like very poised to answer my questions as a, like a brand new seller. And so I thought it'd be fun for you to like listen in on that conversation, maybe get some of your own questions answered, maybe get some inside scoop. So um, obviously Printify is like a, a big, amazing company with tons of products and possibilities for the print on demand space. And what they did was they connected me with Leah and Talish, who are the two people who are like on their YouTube channel. So um, Leah, before Printify, she worked as a teacher. She was most recently an English teacher. And um, she started working for Printify about two years ago. And got, that was her like first foray into the e-commerce space. Um, and she was she started by she was training their agents um, like within Printify, like training them like in customer service and um, like how the platform ran, ran, things like that. She was like working in a training position. And now she's like a video presenter. So she and Talish, they like write, research, produce everything print on demand related for them. Um, and there's like, they have so much content, you guys, to help. It's like, it's been, oh, sorry, just banging my elbow. It's been amazing seeing all the things that they produce over there. And so like Leah and Talish are like the face of this, which is so fun. And currently Leah's collaborating with some top print on demand and Etsy sellers to help more people find success with e-commerce. So they're trying to take the experience from the people who are doing really well and use that to teach and inform the folks who, like like me who are just starting. So this was perfect. Talish has a professional background in radio, TV, theater, and comedy, which you will immediately pick up upon listening to him. He is hysterical. Like you can tell he is like such the, he and I would have been best friends as a kid. Like such, he's such a theater kid. And um, he got his start in e-commerce with Printify. He now works as a video presenter and writer alongside Leah. They're actually a great team. I love them together. It was a little different having like 
all three of us on cameras um, for this episode, but um, it worked out really well and they play really well off each other. Talish researches and talks about everything related to the e-commerce industry, and we'll, they are soon going to be hosting a new podcast series for Printify, so that's going to be super fun. I can't wait to see that. Also, I will let you know. I think I'm going to be on one of their episodes, and so I will let you know. So that is like the inside scoop. That is who we're talking to, and um, I hope you enjoy this. Like I really, I've got some good questions for them. I'm hoping they're going to be able to give me a little insight, and and um, I'm like also just excited to talk. She'll be like, hey guys. I started a print on demand shop. So, um, so yeah, like join me. Let's welcome them to the show and let's learn about Printify and print on demand. Let's go. Let's dig in, guys. Well, hey guys. Hi. Hello. How are y'all today? It's uh it's good. It's Friday. We're feeling good right now. We love a Friday. I'm so glad y'all are here. Like, talk about a great way to cap off the week. I get to hang out with y'all for a little bit. Heck yeah. We're ecstatic to be here. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Y'all, I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, this is so fun. I don't usually work with like two different people on two different cameras. We're going to have to like, man, this is going to be kind of fun, like going back and forth. I'm, I'm curious to see how you're going to handle like, t- ha- you know, fielding the different questions. This is good. We're curious s- too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So um, I'm... I'm really excited about this because I feel like, I feel like you're going to give us some inside scoop. Like I feel like getting to hang out with y'all, it's like super fun talking to someone in the print on demand space as an Etsy seller, but to like talk to Printify to get some more of the, the background of, of how we can really be building this. It's like exciting for me. So I really appreciate you. And I would love to hear from your perspective, like tell us, Tell us, like, who is Printify? What's the Printify story? And then how did you guys end up working there? Because I feel like that was a choice moving across the world and and all of that. It's really cool. So please tell me. Who's going first? I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'll take this one. So, um, well, the beginning of it. Printify, just kind of, for those that don't know yet, we are a service. We're an online platform, and we let people customize and print their own products, right? We give them the opportunity to create their own designs, put them on blank products on demand. Okay. So they're not going to have all this extra inventory in their basement or wherever it's on demand. Only when their customers buy it, does it get produced? And so you can create your own products here. You can add it to your website. You can add it to Etsy, your other marketplaces, and you can sell it wherever your customers are right around the world. And so it's actually a a platform where we create entrepreneurs and sometimes overnight, you know, we've had people who lost their jobs during the pandemic and now they're turning over six figures with us. So we're literally creating, yeah, we're creating entrepreneurs. And so that's kind of how our um, company was founded or it was born out of this frustration of one entrepreneur who's our CEO, he's the founder and he didn't like having to order. You had to order everything in bulk, right? You always have to buy massive yes. inventory to sell it. You have yeah. to store it somewhere, et cetera. And so it was kind of born from that. And he wanted to sell custom laptop sleeves. So that Stop that was it. actually, <laughs> yeah, that was actually our first product, kind of like our baby, so to speak. And now we've expanded to, we have over 850 products. So it was born from a custom laptop sleeve to anything you can name. We've got it. So we create entrepreneurs. I think that's incredible. And it's so, it's so true. Um, I did not appreciate the CEO's personal story, like just decided I need to make laptop sleeves and I don't want to buy a thousand of them. Um, but I feel like you guys totally changed the game for us because like 
especially in this day and age, having to buy all the supplies, having to buy all the shipping supplies, having to figure out how I'm going to send things internationally without it being just impossible financially. Um, And then on top of that, like not having to worry so much about like quality control, like you guys take care of it for us. It's so it's, it's so amazing. and so helpful. And not to mention, like, we're not even talking about time. Like if I had to screen print every single thing I wanted to make, like just it's, it's, I think it's revolutionary, but I did not appreciate the personal story. That's hysterical. Leah, how did you end up there? Like of, of, you used to be a teacher. Like, this is so fun. How did, how did that all transpire? So I was actually, yeah, as you mentioned, I was a teacher and just looking for some different opportunities um, and kind of found a door in Printify as a trainer. So kind of a similar teacher-esque role, yes. but I was, I was teaching the customer support agents, okay, um, how to deal with certain cases, how to work the Printify platform, et cetera. And so I was just trying to upgrade my career a little bit. And I guess Pr- yeah. Printify was there for me, you know, they, they gave me a chance and then eventually I moved into the, the video side of it. Yeah, but I love it because I feel like there's this part of you that was like made for the screen. You know what I mean? Like, like it's a hundred percent. Yeah, stop. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, no, for real though, because like you know, a teacher. Yeah, you're already a presenter, right? You're already in a way an actress. You're already in a way you're you're that person. But but like I feel like you were just made for um to to be in the production space. So it's like very very cool that you made that jump and that the opportunity was there. Um, okay, so Talish, tell us a little bit about how you came to work there. Like y'all, I mean, y'all have different stories, but it's like, I love that you ended up together. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all are the perfect little foil together. So tell us um, how you got over there. Yeah, we, we, we do actually work really well together, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, but that's mainly because Leah knows exactly what she's talking about. Uh, she's the one who trained me to do what I do. Uh, my background is more in performance and journalism. Um, so I actually joined a couple months after Leah had started in the in the video role. So she had a lot to figure out, but she knew a lot about e-commerce to begin with. So a lot of it was just me learning from her and being mentored uh, into what this industry is about. But, um, you know, but just even even performance, like it's 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 great. She had to figure a lot of that stuff out by herself. And I felt like when I walked in, I just kind of had everything ready for me. So it's cool. We both kind of joined the same role at different times. But um, I think we, 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 we both bring something really unique to it. You know, she's really on the facts. And I just know how to speak into a microphone barely sometimes. <laughs> so you know, that works. <laughs> I had no idea that's how that all went down. Like what a riot that Leah, yeah. you had to come basically create this whole space. I mean, I wouldn't say I, I created the entire space. It was, I kind of hopped in there, but you know, no, to kind of uh, piggyback off of Talish, I'd say we complement each other in the sense that he does have that really good performance background. And I've learned so much from him in that aspect. And I've been um, working in the industry a little bit longer. So yeah, I have some of like the the base knowledge, I would say a little bit built up. But I mean, Talish has already been here for a long time. He knows just as much too. So we complement each other in, in that sense. It's happily we, ever we after, a, ever since. Aww. We make a whole yeah. circle. <laughs> exactly. No, but you know, you can tell like, like obviously we got to meet together before today and like you could tell you have just like such a great vibe together. Like you have a, um, what do you, what do they call it when, the, oh, like a good, good working chemistry. Like when you're yeah. watching two actors or whatever and they've got good chemistry, um, y'all, you'll absolutely have that. Yeah, it's good. It, it's, it doesn't really happen very often, you know, where you get to, you know, meet somebody and get, be good friends with them and connect with them. So we, we're, we're really lucky that we both really drive in this position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I am so excited. I think Printify is such a cool company. It's like the, I just recently started my own print on demand shop and it's the company that I chose to work with. Um, so woohoo, we'll have to keep in touch. Um, uh, I was going to say that you, um, my listeners love print on demand. They love Jenny from the shop. They love Heather X studio. They come on the podcast and those girls talked me into it. So it's been really fun. Like, you know, playing in the space. Um, the, the first thing I kind of wanted to chat about with you guys, because I think it's, I think it's, we kind of feel like print on demand again, I'm using that word feels saturated. Um, but what I was really excited to see and then also hear from the girls and would love to talk to you about is that there's so much more than t-shirts. Like I think we think print on demand, we think t-shirts, we think maybe sweatshirts if we're stretching it, you know, we think, Oh, now we can print on the back of sweatshirts. So it's like this different Mm -hmm. kind of look, but to your point earlier, Leah, like there's tons of other products. So I would love, like, I've just been seeing this for myself as I'm getting in there, like, Oh, I could do, I could do some other cool things. What other products, um, can like through Printify, can we put our designs on to sell? Just so I know you can't say all 10,000 of them, but a couple of (laughs) heavy hitters would be great. What what can't, what can't you put your design on? Um, no. So as, as I mentioned earlier, we have over 850 products, right. And we're adding products constantly new products um so you can really find something to tailor to your specific niche to your audience besides just t-shirts and sweatshirts and of course t-shirts and sweatshirts they're never going to go out of style people love them yeah but if you have a winning design already for your t-shirt or a sweatshirt play with it on some different products you know make sure that product itself fits with your audience and your niche but try experimenting on maybe something like a mug or stickers or you can get a little crazier try i don't know a balloon or socks or even a even balloon? going to <laughs> we have balloons in our catalog yes no um, way even- it's real crazy on our catalog to be honest like like leah's are absolutely right like with 850 plus products like we have non-typical stuff too like you can get speakers you can put your designs on you can put like you can get water bottles that have speakers built into the water bottles you know Stop. car seat covers led gaming mouse pads like it it really like get lost in our catalog it'll be really surprising but like leah said absolutely like don't lose sight of like sight of your niche make sure that what you're printing on is relevant to them things that they actually need but yeah no you can really find you can get crazy with our catalog if you really jump in there oh my god like are you seeing this happening more and more too are you seeing etsy sellers discover this and kind of carving out a whole path for themselves that differentiates them you know i haven't noticed myself too much lately like i still see a lot of those popular products and again they're popular for a reason um but I think, you know, maybe sometimes people are a little hesitant to step out of their comfort zone. Yes. Um, they've, they've found something that works. They're going to stick with it. And all right, if, it, if their sales keep growing with whatever's working, by all means, stick with it. Um, right. But print, with print on demand, you have this opportunity to test other things with very minimal risk, right? Yeah. Again, you're not buying these products ahead of time. Yes. Yeah, with mock-ups and everything. That's I, I'm I'm still my jaw's still on the floor from the baby seat covers, Talish. I'm over here like <laughs> someone could create an entire brand of baby stuff and they're just not even thinking they could use Printify to do it. 
Yeah, I mean, like, you're a new seller, like that mock-up generator that we have, I know we sound super infomercially right now, but it's true, like, you can, it's true, like, if you get in there, sometimes we just like playing around with stuff to see how it looks, because it's like, yeah, a car seat cover, you can even do like a, like a shower curtain if you want, you know, yeah. so there's, a, you know, it's, it's like, you, you have to experiment, and like Leah said, things are evergreen for a reason. Those are the safe things that we know will always work. But, you know, there's there's a different buying culture out there that we're seeing where people are really starting to get into gifting and stuff. So, you know, feel free to expand. O offer it. There's literally no risk. You don't have to hold this inventory. You just have to post it. If somebody buys it, they buy it, right? I don't think it's infomercially at all. I'm literally having a moment of discovery over here. I'm over here like I didn't even know to look for that. That is cool. You know, because I'm just I'm in that space, in that really early stage of, thinking through what do I want to sell and how can I make this different? Um, how can I make my girls proud? How can I help my audience by like, okay, I've walked this through. Now I can, I can help you guys even more. That's the whole point. If you guys haven't jumped onto the Everbee bandwagon yet, this is your sign to check it out ASAP. If you haven't heard of it before, Everbee is a free tool that can help you find trends, products, and niches that are hot sellers on Etsy right now. I personally use it in tandem with Sales Samurai because they do totally different things. And I literally don't think I could compete in the current Etsy marketplace today without it or help you guys as effectively. Uh, Everbee gives me so much information that I can't glean just from studying Etsy. All you need is a laptop or desktop. You can't do it on your phone, so you do need a laptop or whatever. A Google Chrome browser, a quick install of the Everbee extension. And for my tech challenge friends, I promise you it's super simple. And then you will gain access to a whole new world of data about your niche and competitors. So this is a tool I use every single day um, for my own Etsy shop research, for coaching calls that I do with you guys all the time, for shop reviews I do for you guys all the time. And just as I work on growing my personal mastery of Etsy, these tools have, have become so instrumental in getting the results that I do. And I, I mean, I can still use my old school tactics. I still use them, but I... I don't use them alone anymore because it's just, it's a whole different ball game. So these guys have just been a game changer for me. I use Everbee to learn everything about bestsellers and high performing listings. It shows me, okay, I'm going to give you a rundown. It shows me how many sales a shop makes from each listing. I can see how many they've sold of it, how much money that listing has made them or is earning them every month, how old the listing is, like how, how early did they get on, on that, on that trend? what their tags are and how competitive those tags are. It gives me an at-a-glance view of all the shop data, um, which sometimes I can't otherwise find, and like the competitor listing data that I need to help my students and myself find ways to penetrate the market. So like I said before, Etsy has a totally free version, like not just a free trial. There is a free version so everyone can get access to it. Download Down in the show notes, I have a link to their site for you so you can um, check it out. And I also included a quick YouTube tutorial to show you exactly how I use it because sometimes like the barrier to entry is trying to figure out new technology. So I got you. Just go watch. It's a quick video. It'll show you how to navigate it. So if you don't have it yet, get Everbee. Jump on that today. I'm so excited for you to get this edge on the market you're going to love it. It's a game changer. So, well, what, okay. Well, what about, um, while we're like, you know, getting some of this insights, what about colors? Like I know that black and white are the most popular. They're probably going to stay that way. Are there any standouts this year that you would say you're seeing are, are a little more popular that we could, we could leverage? 
Yeah, black, white, and blue, those are colors that are always going to be evergreen. You know what I mean? They're always going to sell. Things that we see have sold well in the past are things like the natural color, sand, light blue. Um, But what's really cool is each year, a lot of these platforms, Etsy included, I'm sure you know this, they put out their colors of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Recently, they put out Indigo and Honeycomb were their new colors. Um, So yeah, but you know, it's great. Like the you also have to think a lot about your design because you can have, you know, a design that looks great, but is it going to look great on a honeycomb t-shirt? Is it going to look great on a, you know, on a sand? Like, so knowing the t-shirt colors is good because they are trending, but you also really have to, you know, not be afraid to forge your own path, forge your own identity. You know, like maybe magenta is going to be the color that works for your design. So that t-shirt color is just one layer of it, but you you kind of have to work design down. You know what I mean? Like what's really going to make my design pop? Because that's what people are after at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, but it's so nice again that we can be we can be playing with all of these things um, without having to worry about <laughs> about like I I didn't buy a thousand magenta shirts to like see or honeycomb <laughs> to see if it would work this year like that's just so cool. Um, I also Who am I going to give all these magenta shirts to? You know what I, I mean? Like, I <laughs> can we talk about how like a year or two ago I decided to, like buy a bunch of those TikTok leggings to see if I can sell? They're still up here on my on my like. <laughs> Your girl has been there with the inventory. I sold two of those of those leggings. Like it's a hot mess. So yeah. I'm 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 excited about the situation. What about um, you guys have a special advantage since you see what sells the most. Like what insight do you guys have for us about niches? Like we get this from the seller, you know, from different sellers' experience all the time. But I feel like you look at it from a different perspective, which is why I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, niching obviously is very very important, but Popular niches are there for a reason, right? People love them. People are going to keep coming, buying stuff in this niche. This, of course, does mean there can be a lot of competition. So this is where your specific design really needs to be unique or even those unique products if you want to do these popular niches. Um, But what this means, too, is we always we really stress cross niching. So essentially combining niches you know so take a popular niche and combine it with maybe a less popular niche or combine it with another um like niche it down a little bit so for example cats everybody loves cats well not everybody but a lot of people like cats right it's a super popular niche you can have a lot of really cute creative designs try cross niching to um, a specific demographic like women in tech or something so your niche would be cats and women in tech together maybe your design is i don't know some woman with glasses like working on her computer being kind of a am i allowed to say badass i don't know badass but she's like got her cat or something so we're we're kind of thinking about niching down again popular niches they're popular for a reason they sell but you've got to stand out so, okay, this is interesting. So I created, one of the first designs I created was um, for the knitting niche. I love to knit. And so nice. it was just, it was a natural place for me to start that wasn't just like run of the mill. And on one of them, I did I did like two of the same design, but I tweaked one of them has um, just like balls of yarn on it, you know, and one of them has a cat on it. Do you think I would benefit then, Leah, from making sure that in my like titles, descriptions, tags, that I have something about cat as well? Um, or will it just jump out, do you think, to the to the right person? I think 100%. Because, again, people will be I'll looking for keyword. cat stuff. and Yeah. And, you know, it's – I don't know if your target audience is, like, people who knit or not. But 
if they like cats yeah, too, or if someone's so. typing cat <laughs> stuff. And, it says yeah, like, so maybe because violence is wrong. So like probably no one who doesn't knit would care or understand. Um. <laughs> or, or maybe someone like loves cats and they're looking for cat stuff, but they also like knitting and they didn't even think like, oh, I like knitting too. Like maybe there's products. Your your item pops up with its ball of yarn and the cat and they're like, wow, I love cats and knitting. Like this is my yes. product. Or this is helps helps your SEO, you know, the cat is on the one that says knitting is my therapy. So like interesting like I, pr- I definitely need to add the cat there some people like the cat is their therapy but they could put the both and you put them together I don't even know what was that Talish I'm sorry I cut you off oh no it's all good no what I was saying that ultimately it's all to help your SEO you know like you can create a product <laughs> listing and get it up there but you're not just you know if if you're if your cross niche is like for example cats knit, knitting therapy like those are popular keywords that you could that you could put on to your product listings that can help people find your products a lot easier so you know you don't want to put too many keywords on there yes. otherwise you're just going to flag everything and you know etsy can pick up on that and and kind of penalize you but yeah no you're right like put in the keywords you know whatever helps people get to your products a lot faster is going to be very useful yeah i love you said cross niching leah i love that term I, I have never used that term but that's exactly what i've been trying to describe this whole time to my to my audience. I'll go ahead, Talish. What was that? Oh, I was just going to say the other thing that I really liked about your about your knitting and cats and, and <laughs> idea is that it's it's weird, you know, and that's the thing. Don't be afraid to get weird with it. With niches, the weirder that you get, the better it is. I mean, like we we did a video recently where we were talking about um, about things that that could be niches and couldn't be niches. And so I had to play this game where I was tricking Nia, Aaliyah to give her stuff that she had to guess. And one of the things that I told her was like tax season, you know, and she was like, I don't know. Is that a niche? Is that something that people would want to sell to? But it is true. There is a niche for tax season, you know, because technically that is a sub niche of professions, which is a popular niche, you know, mm-hmm. cornhole, for goodness sake, we found out like could also be a niche because there are professional cornhole oh, tournaments, right? Cornhole is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> But that, again, is a sub-niche of sports, right? So it might be good to start off with a niche that's very popular, but then just, you know, get weird with it. Get more specific. And at the end of the day, you can carve out a corner of that popular niche that works for you. That's hysterical. So you just have to make sure that you use both keywords. That I hadn't thought about. That's because I haven't done this before where I had to cross niche. I sold signs, wood signs. So like what I really, what worked out really well for me was saying, in the, uh, for my SEO was what I put on the sign, you know, whatever common, common phrase or what would have worked for them. So it was a very, this is a very different approach. It's so interesting. Um, well, what about trends you guys? Like, are there any, um, that like specifically print on demand shops should be paying attention to right now? Well, a big thing right now that we're seeing is weirdly enough, home decor. And there's actually a really good reason for this with home decor or home living. And two of those reasons are, first off, like after COVID, after the pandemic, I think people are still kind of working from home. They're still having a situation where their home and their office is one place. They want to make that really individual for themselves and make it more comfortable, which is why these home decor gifts are very popular. You know, you talked earlier about what other types of products could you could, could you sell to your audience? Home decor is a big thing, but also because, you know, especially in the States and, and in Canada, especially like the housing market is insane. A lot of people are buying houses. So you have a lot of new homeowners in you know, they're having housewarming parties and people want to give gifts. So yes. home decor, home living, really get into that. You'd be surprised how popular that is right now. 
probably especially the more you customize it too, like being able to work with Printify and not just having a pattern, but being able to make it personal to the people. Sure, like yeah. you could really leverage that. I also remember seeing um, when I did my trend report uh, earlier this year about, this was December, right? Okay, and I haven't gotten a lot of sleep since then with this new baby, but um, <laughs> uh, a lot of textiles, a lot of things with like fabrics and sewing and things like that. So like everything in your you know, your pillows, your throw blankets, your things like that. All Those are all things we can make with you. Are you seeing those? Are you, Am I right with that? Like, I remember seeing that on um, the Etsy trend report, but are you guys seeing that too? Oh, yeah. I think pillows are one of our pillows. Yeah. They're they're getting pop, more popular for sure. And we have a few different varieties of pillows, blankets, all sorts of home living and stuff. Yeah. The world is your oyster. I love it. Okay. So um, we don't, we generally don't expect this in the print on demand space, but you mentioned this is so cool. You mentioned that Printify has a whole eco-friendly, it's like, like I, I can't even believe that. I, Leah, when you told me that, I'm still, I'm still shocked, but that we can have an eco-friendly focused product and delivery service. Um, I don't know anything about that yet. So could you please tell us, because I know a bunch of people are going to, that's going to be a game changer that will maybe draw people that otherwise would be like, uh, I don't want to be involved in big commerce, you know, that kind of thing. So please, please tell us more about that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I want to start by saying that in the long run, one of Printify's goals is to make the fashion industry more sustainable overall, right? Cool. We know all these, a lot of these like big department stores, they're getting all of their clothes pre-made. They're ordering, again, in bulk, hundreds, thousands of items at a time. And more often than not, these clothes, they don't get sold and even discounted. They're not going to get sold. They go right to the landfill. And oh it's gosh. really sad how much, and I don't know the exact numbers. I, I mentioned it in a video a while ago, but a kind of disturbing amount of clothes end up in landfills. It's really sad. And so the idea with print on demand, we don't have all this extra stuff going into landfills. Now, I'm not saying we're solving the issue, but we're doing our part to help, right? Because people are ordering this stuff on demand. It's only being made, produced, and shipped once someone has bought it and said, yes, I want this product. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, I hadn't even thought about that. It solves it. It helps that problem right there. But yeah, I know you guys have like leveled it up too from there. Right. And so, yeah, the whole point of print on demand and our goal is to reduce this amount of waste. Right? And so with that, we have an entire section dedicated to eco-friendly products in our catalog. You Right on the homepage, you can click on catalog, eco-friendly, it'll pop up. But we've got apparel there. We've got t-shirts, hoodies. We've got accessories like we have biodegradable phone cases. We've got candles what? in there, I think. Yeah, right? And we've got some, I don't know, we've got wall decor um, items in there as well. And you can also see, and you can see this actually for every single product, but the eco-friendly ones, you can see exactly what it's made out of, right? You can see if the t-shirt is 100% cotton or whatever. Um, and then you can also see on the product page how it's packaged. So if your package is also eco-friendly or if it comes in like a cardboard box or if it comes in a plastic bag or one of those polymer bags. So you can really see every single detail. And for a lot of people, it's really important that the entire, I guess, kind of like journey of this product from you creating it to when your customer gets it is eco-friendly. So you can really check those minute details in our catalog as well. That was such a smart move for Printify. Like I, I love that. There are going to be so many people who like that word just needs to get out more. Like I need to help you guys get that word out more because that is huge. Um, 
Did you want to add anything to that, Talish? If, uh, over there, like you got no, she's right. No, no, <laughs> no. Leah, no, Leah knows this inside and out. But yeah, really, just the the level of custom customization that you can have, and just the, like the amount of control that you can have over over your products is is I think a real selling point for us. That's what I really enjoy about this process. Oh, I totally agree. It's been so it's been like so fun dabbling in it. Um, okay, so this is a big one for for me personally too right now. But I I think a big barrier to entry is figuring out what will sell, you know, we can create a hundred listings, but if we're not, if we're not designing, <laughs> if we're desi- designing things that people want to buy, you know, we're going to be wasting a whole, whole lot of time. Do you guys have any insight or perspective on how um, sellers can discover ideas to create like designs that will actually sell? Like what, I, mean, I don't know from your end, that might not be a fair question to ask you guys because mm-hmm. you're creating the product for us. But if you do have any, I'm, I'm like here for that insight. <laughs> Well, I mean, the biggest thing is like to start with, you know, you just have to know your audience, right? Like once you know your niche, that's the biggest thing. Who are you selling to? But also like be where your audience is at. You know, a big thing that we talk to about about with new merchants is, you know, go into the boards, find out what groups they follow, you know, what kind of influencers, like find out what's missing from their space. It sounds repetitive, but know your audience, know your niche, you know, try to solve a problem that they, that they have or, or a lack of something that they, that they might not know they need. But when it comes to designs in particular, you know, the, a big thing is you got to love what you, what you make, right? Like you're not yeah. like at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying your design, your the other person is not going to enjoy it either. So, you know, go online, go to, go to Pinterest, you know, like make those mood boards. And it might not just be like products that you like or designs that you like, break it down. We have a lot of really good design series, uh, episodes where we where we talk about this where we say like separate things by like this is the type font that i like on the label this is the this this is the the, you know this is the the box the squares the characters you know the the style or even the the cartoon type like what however you want to break it down create those mood boards so that you're seeing it in front of you and when it when it comes time to actually make your design you can say to yourself okay cool well i like this font element and i like this like graphic element and you know this is the overall niche that i'm marketing to and then you'll find that that process comes together a lot easier but you know like you got to take this with a grain of salt leah has a great thing here about the hard to swallow pill which i'm going to let her talk about but she told me about this earlier and it, and it does make a lot of sense <laughs> yeah so i i love the fact that talish said too like gen- like genuinely love kind of your topic your niche that you're getting into but beware of the hard to swallow pill so this means you might create a design that you absolutely love. You put your heart and soul into it so much time and effort. And then your audience, they might, it just might not resonate. They don't see yeah. it. They don't, eh, it's all right. <laughs> and you're just kind of like crushed a little bit. So it was your baby. You've got to learn to let go sometimes because sometimes it just doesn't work, right? <laughs> as unfortunate it is, as it is, it just... Not all things were meant to be. You can, that doesn't mean you can't incorporate like elements from this design that you still love, but if it's not working, then obviously something needs to be changed no matter how much you love it. And you don't end up with a bunch of leggings that you don't sell. You can't sell. You know what I mean? It's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. Alice, you said before about getting into groups. Are you meaning like Facebook groups, like finding specifically print on demand Facebook groups or the niche? 
Facebook groups or groups. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like one of the things that we hear from merchants all the time is that, you know, especially when they're trying to find a niche, they're on the Reddit boards, they're on the Facebook boards, they're finding the Instagram influences, you know, say, for example, if your niche is gaming, for example, like, they're, they're in those spaces looking at what these people are talking about, the things that they enjoy, the accessories that they want for themselves. And they and, and they understand who they're selling to, which is a big part of, you know, just any business, like, who are you trying to sell to? So it takes a little bit of work. And it's and it's all that research work that you do hopefully before you start designing you know you don't want to come at it from the opposite where you're like design something and then you realize that it's completely relevant to who you're selling yes. for. you want to have that grunt work done beforehand so yeah start with start with where your audience is at you know you're already scrolling on your phone anyway you might as well like scroll the things that you're that you're trying to sell to yes and okay so here's what's kind of interesting and i want to i do want to call this out um for a second and talk to my folks because um, Jenny and Heather both say <clears throat> you want to create things for really specific people. Like you want to niche down, but yeah. your shop, they recommend in print on demand that your shop not have a niche. So I want to address that for you guys listening who are like, but wait, and, and th- that still completely works with what Talish and Leah are saying. They're just saying as you're, as I'm designing for the knitting niche, I mm-hmm. need to pay attention to like, I, my whole shop may not be the knitting niche, but when I'm designing for the for them, I need to really understand what they want, what they like. And I, I'm about to find out if they think that knitting is their therapy, like I do. I need to find out if they want cats or if they want balls of yarn. I need to study and get into what does that group of people want. And then as I expand my shop, I can add, I'm going to, you know, move over into crochet, which isn't as much of my thing, but I do love, I do love crochet. I just like knitting better, but I need to understand my crochet people. And then, um, you know, moving on from there into like, you know, cu- you know, customizing certain things and figuring out other niches. So I just want to draw that out. Do you guys have anything you want to you want to add to that? I just wanted to, to throw that out there because I knew you weren't saying like your whole shop has to be one niche, but just that as you're designing for them, you have to be paying attention to what they want. Is that is that accurate? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your niche doesn't have to exclude everything for anybody else. You know what I mean? But it just means that like, hey, somebody might stumble upon your print on demand store and go, well, hey, this uh, this this knitting niche, even though it's not for me, could be something for somebody else. And you and that's the way you want to approach it with marketing where like I buy things for my wife sometimes that I that obviously I would have no interest in myself. But if I, mm-hmm. I know what she likes, if I go there, I'm going to I'm like, I know that this is going to be it's going to appeal to her. And it sometimes it has to do with the product. Sometimes it has to do with the marketing. Sometimes it has to do with just the way that space is set up. So, yeah, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head here where it's like your niche doesn't have to exclude people. It has to find ways to include people. as it Absolutely. Yeah. And, and um, please go ahead. Yeah. I would oh no! Sorry, I, I say of of course, like your shop isn't gonna be sustainable if you only have one person buying your yeah. products, unless they're buying yes. like a thousand a thousand of every single one of your products, right? And so, kind of back to what you were saying about Heather and Jenny and them saying like general shops. I hear a lot of people they have general shops and they have niche shops. But to go back to your example of knitting, for example, okay, maybe you start with a knitting niche and you're getting a few sales maybe, but it's not quite like growing as much as you expected. You could then kind of expand that. And so maybe your niche more expands to kind of hobbies and then you add crocheting stuff. You start speaking to people who sew, you start speaking to people who, was it cross stitching or something? So kind of expanding (laughs) that way. Yeah, potentially if my design worked really well in one, changing it out, just like tweaking it a little bit and using the same concept for another could work as what would be a way for me to leverage um, without having to create something totally new. 
Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people actually do. And I think that's how people pump out so many designs so fast that you're using the same idea, same design, the one that's selling for them, right? But they're just changing one little element, whether it's the the little knitting symbol or like the word or something like that. Mm -hmm. Easier if it's just the word. But like, yeah, my little cat with a ball of yarn works for a lot of different ones. So... (laughs) That sounds like a cute design. <laughs> I, you know what? I was actually really proud. I showed, so I, I like wanted to get some feedback because I have some design experience, but I'm by no means a professional and I've never used Photoshop or anything like that. I'm like strictly a Canva pick monkey girl. Um, and, and really my design experience has been in like, in like creating graphics for social media and I'm mediocre at best. So I was like, all right, Heather, I need you to like, I need you to to level with me. And she was like, she took a look at it and she's like, did you hire like a graphic designer to make that? And I'm like, stop. She's like, she's like, no, no, Lizzie, really? Did you make that? And I'm like, I did. And she's like, that is awesome. And I mean, it hasn't gotten any views yet. So I don't know if anyone else is going to think it's awesome, but I was like, good job. Good job. I was proud of myself there for a minute. Good for you. It's, <laughs> it's good with design programs. You know, it's like whatever tool works at the end of the day, you know, for some people, you know, a complicated program like Photoshop or Illustrator is going to be their bread and butter. And for some people, they can do the same thing with with Canva or, you know, like, so whatever works for you at the end of the day, clearly it has if you're getting compliments on it. You should say, next time you should, you should be like, but I am a graphic designer. Don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll see. I can, I'm already seeing, you know, just like a couple days into this, I'm already seeing like, all right, I got a long way to go. I got, I got a lot to figure out here, but it, it doesn't feel impossible. And I will say, I think you guys said something so wise earlier. Like it is fun. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not necessarily only designing things that I would like, but the design experience is fun and trying to figure out what would be cute Absolutely. is fun. And it gives me a creative outlet. So instead of feeling like oh, I'm working after hours to try to build this thing, it's just like, no, this is, this is, I can get a you know cup of tea or a glass of wine and sit and just play. Yes. And you know, I can play at, play at work. And that is, I mean, that that's brilliant right there, what you guys have created. I think that point, not us, but a lot of other talented people have created this. We just love talking about it. (laughs) Okay. So you've heard me say it again and again, your SEO or search engine optimization is critical to your success on Etsy. I mean, If shoppers can't find your products, they certainly won't be buying them, right? So the key is to figure out exactly what people are typing into that Etsy search bar when they're shopping for products just like yours. But how? Like I get emails and DMs and social media comments on the regular from you guys. And so many of you are looking for help on this. Like SEO is a major pain point for a lot of you. You want to know how on earth you can get into your customers' minds Find the keywords that will help make your products bestsellers and strategically place them in your listings to make sure they're fully optimized. I heard you and now I've got you friends. I put together a resource to help you understand and master the important skill of SEO. It's called the Etsy SEO Workshop and it will literally teach you the exact strategy that I used to build my full-time multiple six-figure Etsy shop. It's the same strategy I use today. I'm unveiling all of it. I'm holding none of it back. You can get access to it right now at howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash SEO. Again, that's howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash SEO. And I will show you step-by-step how to find best-selling SEO for your products, including strategic deep dives into how I would do SEO research for five different niches. 
No matter what you're selling on Etsy, this workshop will show you how to compete in the Etsy search results and teach you research skills that you can use in countless business applications. I use this all the time. Again, you can find the workshop at howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash SEO or visit the link I have waiting for you in the show notes. I'm so excited, you guys. I can't wait to hear your success stories. But I think that point of like that it's just fun for you is so, so underrated, first of all, Mm. and just important because people go into this thinking like, no, I just want to do this. I'm going to burn myself out and get it done, done, done. But you're going to have fun with it. And the more you have fun with it, again, it's going to be more genuine for you. It's going to be more genuine for your audience in the end. And they're going to see that. And then they'll be more willing to buy your products or be loyal to your brand. Um, I think that's such an underrated thing that people don't think about genuinely enjoy what you're doing. So you have that, I don't know, will to keep going, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, and this is, and I can speak with authority on this cause it's just Etsy. It takes consistency. Yeah. So if I just burn myself out trying to create a hundred designs and then I never want to do it again because I'm frustrated and things aren't working out, like I'm expecting for this to take a while. I'm expecting that I am going to have to create a hundred before I get one that is like good. And then I'm going to learn from that. And if I am just exhausted and frustrated and, and feeling hopeless that it's not working for me immediately, then I'm going to have really short lived experience here. I'm not going to get any results. So like, I do think it has to be play. I do think I have, I have to have this open mind of like not holding anything. Um, like you said earlier, Leah, like ho- not holding anything too tightly in my hands, mm. but just like letting it, you know, but who knows something could pick up steam later on that I create mm. now. So, um, so anyway, well, I, so this is like perfect. I was going to actually ask you if you have any tips for new, for brand new, um, print on demand shops, if you guys have anything you wanted to share, like, what do I need to know? Like from your perspective, well, I got Heather in one ear, I got Jenny in the other, and now I've got Talish and Leah like telling me what's the tea. Well, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, like, you know, with print on demand, just like anything, like, like, like a hobby or, or a sport, the more time that you put into it, the more that you get back, you know, like the example that we use all the time is like with, with running, say, for example, I know there are people out there who run. I'm not one of these people, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, you could, you could go outside for a jog every day. You could run a marathon. You could be an Olympic level athlete. You know what I mean? The returns are different on every single level and not any, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with doing that on any single level, but it's the same thing with print on demand. Like if you're starting this out and you're thinking, why am I not making a thousand dollars? immediately how come is this not working for me it takes time like you got to put that time in you know and I was actually just going to ask you I mean you you got a you got a new baby and you know you're you're juggling all these things around I mean as a new POD store owner like how how has that time balance been for you I actually this is this is a great question Talish thank you um so guys, I'm telling you right now, we are going so off script. Um, just so just like, which is, which is exactly what I wanted to have happen, but just like soak that up. Um, okay. So I, my husband gives me some hours during the day, like he blocks off some, and that's when I get done my podcasting work and I'm running this whole business of, you know, I coach clients and I do shop reviews and all of that. I am literally doing the, my print on demand from, um, like, 10, 11 PM, whenever I can get the kids totally to sleep and done until like anywhere from one to 3 AM. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. And, but you know what? It's, here's the thing. Okay. So, well, first of all, it's the season I'm in. I'm not recommending that. Um, you know, I've got, I, but I've got, 
a girl, my I homeschool my eight year old during the day. I've got my baby. I've got this other business. Like I have to figure it all out. But what's happening is I'm not intending to say that late, but I'm getting lost in it. I'm mm. having so much fun and I'm loving the possibilities. And I just, I get an idea and I just, I know that if I go try to lay down and go to sleep, I'm just going to be churning about yeah. wanting to create this new thing. And what's been so fun is that, you know, like the, and again, I'm a rookie designer, right? Like the, I've been kind of playing with blankets this week. And so the first blanket I created, it was like, fine. I actually ordered some samples and that was, yeah, gosh, you guys are, Printify is amazing. Like, like the samples were great. And then I had one where I had like an issue with how it printed and they took care of it so fast. They like Mm. already sent a new one. Um, cause I was like, Hey, this like printed with an imperfection. I expect that to happen. Like when I made signs that were imperfections that I had to fix. Um, and they sent it so fast. But, um, like I I can already see like my first designs were nothing a week ago, like they are now. Mm. Um, and so like the more that I've gone down the Alice in Wonderland Wonderland rabbit hole, like I can already see myself improving and making things. And I noticed that the things that I posted more, most recently are starting to get views, whereas the other ones didn't. So, um, so that's how, that's how it's going, Talish. What do you think? Like, well, I don't, you I hit mean, the nail on the head. It's trial and error. You know, like if you, you try some things, it doesn't work. You order a sample. Like that's, yes. that's the biggest thing, you know, take your time, put the effort into it. It will get it. You will get a return, but it will take the time. And you just gotta, you know, don't be dismayed if it doesn't work on the get and on the first go. Like, like you said, you're going to, you're creative. You're going to keep thinking about it. You're going to want to try something else. Right. Well, I mean, you better believe I'm going to be pushing this thing until it falls on the cliff. Like it's going to happen. It's just a matter of how long. And what I've learned, it's like, okay, I'm like level with you. Cause you said earlier, like some people coming out of the pandemic or in the middle of the pandemic and everything, like they went from nothing to six figures. And like, I, I love that. I believe that I've interviewed those people. I've done those shop reviews. Like I know that's a thing, but I also know that there's lots of people like me where it's going to take months, weeks, months yeah. before I make my first $200. Mm-hmm. And the the difference is I don't get totally discouraged because I'm not making six figures three months into starting. You know what I'm saying? Like I am the person who's going to keep trying, keep testing, keep playing, and hopefully learn how to set a timer on my phone and stop when it's not 3 a.m. You know, like <laughs> that part is not sustainable, but I'm just... It's fun. Yeah. Leah, I feel like you've got something on the tip of your tongue. Please. No, like, I do. Like, I, I just, I love your enthusiasm and you are like the perfect embodiment of this like new merchant. I, I guess new print on demand merchant that we want. Like you are just uh-huh. ticking all the boxes, like managing expectations, tick, like having fun, tick and yeah. trial <laughs> and error, tick. Like you are just, as Tyler said, you are nailing it on the head. I'm, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's so fun. Well, I would be more than happy to talk to you guys more about that because I get super giddy about it. Like, it's just, I didn't even mean to take this over with like, hey guys, I'm dabbling in print. No, we asked you. It's all good. I I wanted to know your story because it must be intense. This what you're like starting a business and being a new mom. Like, I mean, well, you've already got one kid under your belt, but still like, it's not an easy thing to do, you know? It's not, but you know what I'll tell you? And, And like, again, I don't recommend the like, sleep cycle situation I'm in. It just so happens that like I can work late, grab a few hours. I'm going to be feeding the baby anyway. So like feed it, you know, get up for a little bit, feed him. And then he and I can lay back down. My daughter, she does the first part of her day online. So like I can kind of, I'm not recommending my crazy schedule, but I will say, and maybe this is, I don't, it's making it easier for me. Mm-hmm. Having that time to myself where like the kids are a bit, I'm not going to be interrupted for a, a block of time. And I can just play. (laughs) 
I can just, you know, create, I can feel like I'm more than a milk factory right now, which is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I love that. Like I love being a mommy. I love the phase, but at the same time, it's a bit grueling. You know, when you're, I know you guys are like, when you're feeding constantly, this is giving me, this is helping me keep my, like so many moms say they lose themselves in motherhood. Mm. Well, like Lizzie Smiley is not that mom. Like I will never, you know, but, but it's because I'm intentional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, can we coin like POD therapy or something? It sounds like yeah, you're, it's like, oh, we'll talk it you. like your little like <laughs> mental health therapy session. It's totally. <laughs> it's like not just mental health, but like identity, like, mm-hmm. like I'm creating something. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I get to still be me. So yeah, we totally, you're, you're right, Leah. We're onto something there. We've got to chew on that more. There's like a fun <laughs> thing to pull out of that. Yeah, but sure. I mean, like I said, there's there's resources out there to help you out, you know, like to, to help you get ahead. And this is what's great. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already one step ahead there. But, you know, like if we got groups online, you could join. You could join our group POD Rockstars on Facebook. That's a big oh, one for us. Yeah. If you're a merchant on there, we got lots of other merchants giving each other advice. Um, and also for all the people listening to Lizzie's podcast right now, uh, if you want to join Printify, sign up for free. Uh, you can go on there, and if you put on the promo code Lizzie Smiley, you'll get to have Printify Premium, which you were just talking to us before we went on, uh, which gives you up to twenty percent off on your products that you sell. And I know you were saying, Lizzie, that like that's helped your margins quite a bit. Yeah, no, I want to tell you guys for sure. Like, um, okay, so Printif- Printify is for sure the company that I'm using. Like, both Jenny and Heather use Printify. They, everyone's always said Printify is the way to go. So there's just no debate. That was where I was going. And when I first started, I I didn't do the the Printify premium because I wanted to, or I was just like, you know, watching costs. I was spending money on mock-ups. I just like wanted to look at it and I'm looking at my margins and they were good, but I wanted to run a sale in my shop. And so it ate up some of the, um, some of the margin. And so I turned on, uh, I, I went ahead and paid for Printify premium and like, so for real guys, this is not sponsored or anything. This is Lizzie's genuine experience. Y'all know how I am. I tell you if it's sponsored, this is not, um, actually you're getting a deal I didn't get. So I'm just like, <laughs> got to beef with y'all about that. I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, I, when I turned it on my margins to sell got way better. So for sure, take advantage of that. Like if you're going to sign up with Printify, take advantage of that because you get a month of the premium free. That could really, that could make you some money. Yeah, it's really handy, even when it comes to like ordering samples and stuff, you know, it, it bites into that sample cost for yourself. So I didn't know. even realize that I've just been over here ordering. Sa- like you should see the stack of samples I have. It's embarrassing a little bit. <laughs> but little samples are good because I, I think this is really important, too, with print on demand. Um, having custom mock-up images. There are, of Mm. course, all sorts of great platforms and tools out there for you to get mock-ups, but ordering samples, not only do you get to see like your own product, see the quality of your design compared like how you see it on screen versus the actual product, but you can create your own pictures. You know, nobody else will be able to create the same exact picture as you because you have that product and you don't need to be a professional photographer. You don't need to buy some super crazy expensive equipment like an iPhone. No, I mean, iPhone, iPhone and I smartphone, <laughs> smartphones, they have really good cameras these days and, you know, just get some good lighting. You can take really unique mock-ups and those will help it stand out on Etsy for sure. I think, you know, I ordered samples right away and I'm glad that I did because I'm one of those people where, you know, my previous Etsy shop was a physical product. And so I knew what I was putting in the mail. I could stand by it. And if someone came back at me, I mean, I'm the customer service person though, who's just going to take care of my customer. And if you're not happy, like 
if I know you're being a bit unreasonable because I did send it to you and it's not like it broke in the mail, then I'll like, I'll have you ship it back to me or whatever and I'll replace it. But like, I could, I, I could vouch for, I know how this left my studio. Yeah. And so I wanted to at least have some samples. So I knew, you know, I, I, I'm, I can see what my customers going to experience. I wanted to see what are they going to experience? How long is it actually going to take? What does it feel like opening the unpackaging process? What am I, you know, what am I really looking at? And what it did was it boosted my confidence to make, to create more design because I'm like, okay, I can stand behind this. I don't have to worry about it. I don't know. I sort of have this like glitch in my brain where maybe I'm like a little less creative if I, if I don't know, Mm-hmm. If I if I don't know what I'm creating, if I haven't touched it with my hands, well, if you want to feel what you've created, of course you do. You know, sample yeah. like it's it's easy, it's even just a good feeling for yourself to see something yeah. that you've done. Like you know, you're spending all this time on the on the mock-up generator in the middle of the night, like creating. <laughs> like it's good to see that come to life. Order those samples, yeah. It made it made a big difference. I recommend it. Um, I, I do so, want to comment. Sorry, sorry. I do want to comment real quick though. Um, so we're talking about ordering samples and it's a really cool, really good way to see your products and everything. We do understand that it might not be feasible for everyone to order yeah. samples right. for everything, right? It does it does cost money, of course. Um, but the really cool thing, so Talish had mentioned our POD Rockstars Facebook group and our team has actually created a really cool, like genuine community there. And you can search hashtag product review or search whatever product it is you're looking for. Like there's a search bar within the group and people share reviews of their samples. So if you don't, if you're like Mm. debating whether you want to put blankets in your store, for example, or whether you want to pay for a sample yourself, you can just type in blankets in this group and people share um, pictures, they share their designs, they share videos sometimes of these samples, yeah. they share yeah. the packaging, how it arrived, how long it took, what print provider they use. So it's a really cool and just great community. Yeah, that's huge. Other I'm going to go do it for pillows. Yeah. yeah who, who genuinely want to help everyone in that group succeed. It's really cool. Well, that's just different from reading like a a review or reading what Printify says about its product. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like getting to be in a, a third party group where they're, people are, they're not going to hold anything back. They're going to be like, this is what happened. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's a really good tool. Thank you for telling about us. I, I mm-hmm. need, I need to do that. Cause I, I Very I'm nervous about the pillows. I shouldn't be, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Talish. What was that? No, I was going to say, it's you know, you're absolutely right. It's very, very useful. And and even like, I don't know, even free people who, a lot, what I love seeing in that group is uh, people like yourself who are who are new to print on demand coming in and just saying like, I don't know how to work these margins or how do people find selling these products versus these products or in this niche? Yeah. Like, and I, what's really great is people are really there to like help each other out to an extent, you know, nobody's giving each other their designs, but like, right. you know, we, they all know that we all started from the same place, you know, and yeah. Definitely join the group. No, it's very useful. I think that's important. And I personally will join it. Um, I'm a member of a lot of Facebook Etsy groups and a lot of them are very negative. Um, they're very harsh. So like the fact that you're cultivating a community there, my guess is like the moderators aren't tolerating that kind of behavior. Like it's supposed to be supportive and positive and um, and people aren't getting torn down. And that right there, like I've thought about actually creating my own membership group for that reason, to be able to protect the integrity and like mm. the behavior in the group. So I love that you have that specifically for print on demand there for us. POD Rockstars, I need to join that. Okay, guys, I've been keeping you too long, but it's too much fun. Um, how can someone get started? I know we've got the Printify Premium coupon code, and I'll put my link so that you guys can grab all that in the show notes. But what, like, how does someone take those first steps? 
Who's fielding sign that Sign up and just do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So go to printify.com and sign up and then go and, and you can actually connect your Etsy shop through the... Uh, I should like create a video or something. Or you guys probably have them. We do. Yeah. Go on our, go to the Printify YouTube page. We can show you how to, uh, you know, connect straight to Etsy. And it's good. You can uh, design your products on our, on our platform and then just publish them straight to Etsy. You don't have to go in between. It just does it automatically. That has been really nice. That has been like watching it published through has been really fun. What do you, what is the best place for people to find you guys and connect? Like, obviously I love your YouTube channel. I followed you when, um, Jenny was on there a few, like not that long ago, like a week or two ago. So, um, where else can we follow you guys? Well, as you mentioned, obviously our YouTube channel at Printify, um, but we are also, uh, on every other social media platform, TikTok, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, obviously, and then we have something kind of special, something new coming out, but I'm going to let Talish field this one. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be starting a podcast of our own in a few months. Yeah, so that'll be great. It's going to be called Printing Profits. Um, so that'll hopefully be out in the end of March. And hopefully we can get you on there, Lizzie, get you on there and share oh. your experience as a new store owner. Hopefully a little bit more Absolutely. experience under your belt. What do you say? I would absolutely do that. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so glad you guys are starting a podcast. I think it's like, um, you'll let me know if you have any questions as you're doing that. Cause it's been like a, a really rewarding <laughs> process. Yeah, no, it's like, so you just reach a whole different type of person. Um, and the long form content is so fun. So we will definitely have to, um, collaborate on that. And you guys will have, well, like when that comes out, we all want to follow it. I'm also over here, super tickled that you're on TikTok. Do you guys record the TikToks? Is it you guys? So we're not in charge of it. No, like Talish and I will make guest appearances in some of the okay. videos, but no. <laughs> because on your YouTube channel, like you, hey, you guys have to go over there even just for this one thing. The main, you know how like on YouTube you can assign like a, like the first video that auto plays that people see. What is that called? Y'all. I need Heather who's like a, my YouTube expert. Like um, when someone has a YouTube channel, they can set like the standard video, which is the first thing people sure, see yeah. when they come to your channel. Yeah. And yours is like, Talish, you had me going so hard. Like I was like, what am I watching? Um, <laughs> like, Are you of, talking about the of, ad? Are you talking about the yeah, ad? But it doesn't feel like an ad. It's so <laughs> engaging. It's so brilliant. But you're just like, hi, my name is Talish and I'm something. I'm like waiting for you to say you're an AA or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you but like, what is the context of it? It's like so good. So the idea was, is that it's sort of like an AA group, but just for people who just love to sell print on demand. And it was an interesting concept uh, when we made that video. Uh, but yeah, that does that does play every time you go on our YouTube page. But we had a lot of fun making that one. But yeah, it was... Um, it's pretty cool. It, it can feel like it with print on demand, you know, like, especially what you're saying, like, once you start doing it, it just feels like you got to keep continuing, you got to keep designing, keep putting those products out there, you know? You were so good, Talish. Oh, like, thanks, I'm just, man. Like, this guy, <laughs> it, you had me, and it, like, takes a lot to have me going, especially on, like, a corporate page. Like, you guys do a really good job, well, so I'm it's happy fun. to hear that. Thank you for saying that. That's very Yeah, no, no, no. You need the kudos. Is there anything else that we're not hitting that we should, that you, like, wanted to say in closing? Hey, listen, I just want to remind everybody, listen, if you've listened to this podcast and and you feel like print on demand is something you want to just uh, get on and try out for yourself. That um, Printify premium that's going to be free for a month is going to be very, very useful wow. for you. So get on there. Uh, go put the promo code Lizzie Smiley. That's one word, all caps. And uh, yeah, get some samples for yourself even. You know, just just get feel your product in your hand. It's going to be really useful. So that's available for a limited time. And, and yeah, just jump on there. Get on that premium. I really appreciate you guys. Like, thanks for, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with me. I know this is not your typical rodeo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved everything about this podcast. It was great. 
I like to keep it raw and casual. So thanks for going with the flow. You all have been extremely patient with me. (laughs) Appreciate you. No, this is great. Thank you for having us. Well, let's do it again. Let's keep in touch. Sound like a deal? Absolutely. All right. Thanks for being here. You guys, everyone, thanks for tuning in today. I love you so, so much. And until next time, go make something awesome. Bye, guys. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.